This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It is our weekly baseball podcast with Kevin Gorman of Trib Live. Kevin covers the Buckos for us. And he joins us weekly at Breakfast with Ben's to talk baseball and discuss the Pirates even after they lose 14-1, to as they did last night to the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, Kevin, we were all celebrating in Pittsburgh on trade deadline day the fact that the Pirates held on to Mitch Keller and David Bednar. Well, maybe we were half right. Keller, last night, goes out and pitches in his first game after being retained by the Pirates and gives up eight runs against the Brewers. What's going on with him? Yeah, he seems like a guy, you know, my concern with him is that he's approaching his career innings, um, you know, season season high. I think last year he threw 159 innings. Right now he's at like 138 and two-thirds. So um, there's a part of me that wonders if he's starting to show signs of wear and tear, you know, that this is a guy who's pitched a high volume. And we're, we're only, you know, what, 106 or 100, 108 games into the season, something like that, but you know, I, I think we're seeing a guy starting to show some signs that he's wearing down a little bit. Um, and, you know, he's maybe not pitching with the same conviction that he was early in the season. You know, Mitch Keller um, early in the season was giving the Pirates quality starts. And he was also giving them a guy who, even if he had a rough outing or a rough inning, he would be able to bounce back from it right away. And we're, we're seeing that he's not being able to figure that out on his own right now. I don't know if that's because he has a rookie catcher behind the plate or if it's just uh, – you know, something going on with Mitch Keller. But we're, we're certainly not seeing the same guy that we did in the first two months of the season. The complaint that I was hearing on the broadcast <clears throat> last night that I think I've heard Derek Shelton reference from time to time as well, Kevin, is that he's just not working off his fastball for whatever reason. Why? Yeah, that's the part I'm talking about with pitching con- with conviction. Um, 
Well, I mean, I, I think to some degree, you know, Mitch Keller has been able to, in the past when his fastball wasn't working, use another pitch. You know, whether it was going with the sinker or the sweeper uh, or a cutter, you know, he's been able to turn to other pitches and let those become reliable. So there, there seems to me it's, it's almost as if it's a confidence issue with him because I, I don't think the talent should be questioned anymore. I think Mitch Keller has proved that he can pitch at a very elite level. Um, but before he, we start talking about him as an elite pitcher, he has to do that with some consistency. And, and we, we're seeing right now as a guy in, what, three of his last four starts since, you know, I think it's since the All-Star break, uh, has, has not shown that. You know, he's had, he had one really good start. But it, it's really more been, you know, two months. Wasn't he 9-3 and three at one point this season? I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who, you know, like the Pirates, has kind of gone into a tailspin and, hasn't, and doesn't really have the answers to figure out you know, what to do to get back to where he once was. Kevin Gorman with us. Pirates lose to Milwaukee 14-1 to last night with Keller on the mound. Will they shut him down soon? Kevin, is that possible? Like, I don't know, even before they get to September, or are they going to try to have him pitch through this? You know, they gave him a nice break during the All-Star break where he, you know, he pitched one inning in the All-Star game and then didn't pitch for like another week. And so, you know, you think about that. They, they did give him a break. I, I wonder to some degree if that was intentional, if that was by design to, to give him a little a little bit of a, a chance to cool down and, and kind of regather. But for me, what I want to see from Mitch Keller is a guy who can pitch 200 innings and make 30 or 32 starts. And, and I want to see a guy who is an ace in every sense of the word. You know, I, I don't want to see a guy who would say, oh, let's shut down and take a waiver. I mean, for one, the Pirates pitching staff has been essentially the starting rotation has been decimated uh, to the point that, you know, they're out there throwing Osvaldo Obito for a couple innings, hoping that, you know, that they can basically use him as either an opener or a guy that's, you know, like something resembling a bullpen start. Uh, you know, we're probably going to see Bailey Falter here, the guy acquired from Philadelphia in the Rodolfo Castro trade. But having traded Rich Hill, you, you lost one of your horses, one of the guys who ate innings for you. And um, so I, I, don't, I don't think the Pirates are in position where they can do that with Mitch Coward. I don't think that would be good for his confidence. I, I think to some degree, you know, if he's going to be the guy that you want him to be and the guy that he wants to be, which is a guy who's turned down, he, you know, turned down contract offers for the Pirates, um, you know, and, and thinks he can do better, he, he's going to have to pitch through this. And I think it's, that's part of it is developing some grit and, and kind of figuring out a way to, you know, to get past whether it's, it's fatigue or something else to get past that. Because I want to see Mitch Keller – be the guy who, when you look at the end of the season and say he led the Pirates in innings, he led the Pirates in starts, he led them in strikeouts, uh, you know, hopefully he didn't lead them in home runs allowed. That, that's that's the question. You mentioned him turning down contract offers, Kevin, from the Pirates. Are you surprised that he's still here? We saw the report out of Los Angeles. Was there any merit to that? Yeah, I mean, he, I, you know, he apparently has turned down multiple contract extension offers from the Pirates, but they were billed as low ball offers. And I, I think part of it is that Mitch Keller pitched himself out of a guy who would just being someone who would accept anything that the pirates offer uh, that has precipitated trades in the past, but you know, Brian Reynolds has also turned on contract offers. I think if you show that, you know, for one that you really have a desire to stay here and be part of the winning that the pirates are promising is, is soon to come. Uh, and, and if you also, you know, perform at a high level, at a level where you're outperforming your contract, which Mitch Keller, regardless of how he's pitched in the last couple of games, has far outperformed the 2.4 plus million that he's making this season. Um, you know, I think the Pirates are willing to play ball. And, and I think the more important thing than even Mitch Keller's future is what you're going to do to Paul Skeen's future. You just gave the guy the highest signing bonus 
in MLB draft history. And if you trade the guy that's supposed to be the anchor of your rotation, that places all the more pressure on Paul Skeens to get to the majors faster and to be at the top of the rotation faster. And I think that could really hinder his development as it did for Garrett Cole when they let A.J. Burnett walk, as it did for um, Jamison Tyon when they traded Garrett Cole. I think if the Pirates really want to protect their investment, they do so by having a guy at the top of the staff uh, who can take, you know, bur- burden some of that responsibility before, before Paul Skeens needs to or before he's ready to. Kevin Gorman from Trib Live, our weekly baseball podcast here on Breakfast with Ben's. So, Kevin, Ben Charrington said after the trade deadline in conversations with Bednar and Keller that they want to win here as soon as possible. How fast is as soon as possible, and how serious is he about that statement? Well, I think they're ser- I think the Pirates are very serious about that statement. I think there's been a lot of lip service over the past four years where they've talked about winning. I think it's. I think that was really more setting the mindset, setting the expectations, not just for the fan base, but for the clubhouse, for the team, and letting them know, hey, like we're here to do something. We're not here just to keep the wheels spinning. Um, the other part of it, though, for one, the Pirates have to be healthy, and and not just O'Neill Cruz getting back, but you know this this team this season. And I'm not making excuses for them, but they took. You know, they lost JT Brubaker from the starting rotation before the season started, lost Vince Velasquez a month into the season, and he had the lowest ERA on the team. Um, you know, they've, they've had Brian Reynolds not performing at 100% in terms of health, and they've had Key Brian Hayes spend two stints on the IL with a bothersome back problem. Uh, so this is a team that, one, needs to be healthy, and, and for two, then they need to perform at expectation level. And I, I think we, it's very clear that you know Reynolds and, and Hayes have not, and uh, that Keller in the second half has not, and and so you know the Pirates kind of have to figure those things out. And where they they brought in some veterans this year to you know help help those young guys figure some things out, and I think it really worked. I, I think it's a shame that O'Neill Cruz didn't get to spend as much time on the field with Carlos Santana as maybe did in the clubhouse, but I think now we're at the point where you know Brian Reynolds has some years under his belt, as does Mitch Keller, as does Key Brian Hayes. And those guys have to assume some of that leadership now. They have to step forward and be like, okay, we're here. We're the two, you know, two of those guys, Reynolds and Hayes, have long-term contracts. They're here. Those guys know that those are the two people that have the ability to speak up because they have job security. Uh, If Keller were able to get a long-term deal, uh, one to his satisfaction, he could be a third guy in that room that does that. But at, at some point, the Pirates have to stop looking for someone else to lead them and to step up and show some leadership of their own. I think there's talent in that room. I think it's just very young talent. I don't think you're going to win with rookies, which is why they're probably playing those guys now to get them some game experience. Uh, But I I think the Pirates also have to be aggressive on the free agent market and addressing whatever they identify as their weaknesses, whether that's starting pitching, whether that's a first baseman, what have you. They have to go out and and identify that and, and get some guys that are not just here as guys that you're going to flip at the trade deadline, but guys that could be part of the long-term solution. Uh, so if you have a, you know, if you feel like first base is your weakness, go out and address it. Henry Davis caught a little bit last night, played right field last night, also went 0 for 4 last night, down to 226. What's going on with their approach to what they're doing with him in the field? And what's going on with his problems at the plate? Well, in terms of the approach at the plate, um, I'll, I'll say this. The Pirates have shown this desire to be patient on pitches and force the p- other pitchers to throw the ball in the strike zone. 
the problem is the Pirates are, are trusting their eyes almost too much, that they're not being aggressive enough on pitches that are around the strike zone. And, and we saw that with Key Brian Hayes taking a called third strike on a pitch that was clearly a ball. When you look at, you know, stat cast and you look at the charts and everything, that pitch was above the strike zone. But it was also close enough to the strike zone. And, and, and I think we're seeing that with, you know, a lot of, you know, I think the Pirates had something like six, you know, called third strikes last night and, and you know henry davis is a guy he's over you know what is it over 23 or something like it's that 25 for, right is it over 25 i mean it's 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 a it's a streak now it's it's something to be concerned about something jack sawinski got demoted for last season when he went over 29 um you know the pirates just sent a message by optioning nick gonzalez back to triple a and, and bringing up vinnie capra a day before uh, a guy who was hitting really well in the minors uh, I think that, you know, the same could be said for Henry Davis. For one, the Pirates aren't seeing very good play in right field from him. And, and then he kind of got exposed last night a little bit. If you listen to the Fox broadcasters, they were pointing out, you know, his pitch framing wasn't up to par. And, and it's I, I think some people are being very dismissive of pitch framing, but it's basically saying this is a guy who wasn't major league ready as a catcher. They brought him up for his bat, and now his bat's not delivering. So there are some concerns with Henry Davis. I think the Pirates have to be very careful because of his status as the number one overall pick, and and that it's kind of one of those things where all not just the Pirates fans are watching, but all of baseball is watching how you handle this guy. So you know, perhaps you know, instead of demoting him to the minors and and doing something that could you know cause problems with Henry Davis or or hurt his confidence, I think this is a guy that maybe needs some time on the bench. Maybe you know, put him in a pitch in situation as opposed to just running him out there as a starter every day to the point that he's getting exposed that he you know that he's having trouble. But um, you know, th- that's that's the the kind of the the good and bad with rookies is that the first couple weeks up here, they might show you every every reason why there was a lot of promise involved with their talent and their potential. But then all of a sudden, baseball you know hits back and, and shows, okay, we figured out something that they can't do, and, and they're either going to have to figure it out at the major league level or at the minor league level. Uh, and once you've got ex- got exposed, and I, and I think to some degree, Henry Davis has been exposed as a guy who doesn't really know how to judge these line drive fly balls in, in the outfield and doesn't know how to play them. And, and that's strictly due to inexperience. Uh, but also the, the problems at the plate are something that, you know, that he has to get corrected. And, and the way you get it corrected is just keep believing in yourself and keep going through the same routine as you've always had. Uh, but also identifying where you're being, where, where teams are attacking you and working on that. And I don't have any question that Henry Davis has the work ethic to do that. Uh, it's just a matter of whether the Pirates are going to, how much rope they're going to give him. Kevin, thanks. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for having me, Tim. All right, Kevin Gorman. He covers the Pirates for us at Trib Live, our weekly baseball podcast with him here at Breakfast with Ben's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.